Hello, 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 and welcome to the second episode of Fat Chats with Kena. I'm Kena Lonekhape, and I'll be engaging you on things that take place in my imagination, usually during a shower. Odd times, I know, but apparently it has something to do with dopamine and alpha brain waves, where there's a great flow of creativity and it just combusts into awesomeness. I do get out of hand sometimes, but bear with me. We'll have fun. I'm noticing that recruiters and employers pay a lot of attention to how long people stayed at their previous jobs. I don't understand why it's a thing, um, but I've come to learn in this capitalist context that when someone in power makes a thing a thing, then the thing is a thing. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen this meme online that goes around and it says, no one gets a job faster than people who quit every job. And like, people do have a knack for doing that, right? But I'm just like, why is it a problem? Can't we shift the way we perceive what these people are doing? <laughs> Because I think, I think if you have the gumption to leave a job without staying too long because you realize we die, there's problems here that I'm not going to try and deal with. You're actually revolting on behalf of a lot of people. <laughs> ah, that's a revolution. Because so many people stick and stay around in jobs that don't make them happy, where they are not valued. And they stay in the same position for the longest time with no promotion or raises because they are just used to the routine or because they are afraid to move around and they are not sure how to get out of that position into something better. So naturally, guys, <laughs> there has to be another set of human beings, right, that take action on behalf of the ones that are chilling. I'm just thinking about it in that fashion. I just think, why the hell not? It makes sense, you know? But look, don't take my thing, my word for it. I think what I'm having a challenge with is that there are companies that actually deserve to be left very quickly. But I also am finding it hard to understand why the next potential employer or recruiters are so hell-bent in understanding why you left your previous jobs and expecting you to use as much euphemism as possible to answer the question so that they can kind of extract, I don't know, context about what an awesome person you are or maybe how good you are with your words. Because let's face it, some people need to revolt. And there are numerous... <laughs> unimpressive reasons why people leave their jobs and that's kind of what i want to touch on today <laughs> i need a dollar a dollar a dollar is what i need hey hey i need a dollar a dollar a dollar is what i need let's face it most of us are working for that cash money man Considering the fact that some of us don't know what our true calling and purpose is in life in general yet, it's very hard to say that we're working with this intentional 
perspective where everything is aligned and we know what the outcomes we want are. Those are a few people. Um, and those are lucky people. The rest of us are still searching for ourselves. But we live in this space and a domain and a culture of commercialism that requires us to keep up to date, to have things, to need things, to desire things, to want things. Some of us, it's a little deeper than that. We've got student loans to pay. There's black tax. Oh, there's just a home upkeep or taking care of our parents, taking care of our siblings. There's an array of things that we need to consider. And with even without the purpose, we might be very strong with at the work that we do. And we start to realize that we're being overlooked and we're not being paid what is due to us. We earn our stripes, we collect the experience, something else looks better, and we tap out. Why? Because I need a dollar, dollar, dollar is what I need. Hey, hey. It's that simple. And I think in that case, it's very rational to leave a job um, as soon as you can because it's no longer serving you. And when something's no longer serving you, why are you sticking around? Why? Why are you there? Please tell me. <laughs> I want to understand. If something is no longer serving you, why are you chilling? Because some people think they can chill on you. And a lot of organizations chill on awesome people. And then when those awesome people wake up and they're like, ah, no, this is not going to work. They also just not even trying to chill on themselves. You know, you feel me? You feel me? You know, the other day I read something quite interesting and it said, millennials are consumers of the workspace. Aich. Aich. That was quite interesting to me because it's actually quite true. There's a correlation between how we view organizations and how we view the brands that we want to be associated with. Company culture matters. What is important to the company matters. How the company treats us is important. How it correlates with the dreams that are unfolding before us. The ambitions that we have set for ourselves when we join them. And the things we're yet to learn. We need sponsors from companies. We anticipate promotions when we put our best foot forward. And we really want to walk away feeling good about being part of companies. And that's kind of similar to what we want to get from products and the brands that we interact with. So essentially, when companies don't speak to this or when companies fail on this level to meet our regard or our anticipations or our expectations, we tap out. First, emotionally, obviously, then we start dragging our feet. We don't give our best. And then we just like realize that, nah, all these hours of my life or our lives that we're putting into this company, but this company is not recognizing my awesomeness. <laughs> that's a bit arrogant. But all these hours that you put into a company um, that's not recognizing how much you're actually putting into it. And that's undermining your growth capacity. Um, become a real factor to, that influences how you're going to decide what your next step becomes within the organization or outside the organization. And very often it's to tap out. Because a lot of us spend a lot of our time at work. Most of our time is actually spent at work. And that influences our emotions, our mindsets, and the trajectory of our future. So when we start feeling like that's compromised, 
a big chunk of our livelihood starts to feel unstable and really tapping out becomes the better option but how are you going to say to the next employer that like yeah um look i just felt like the company wasn't recognizing me and wasn't giving me what's due to me without sounding like a spoiled brat just in case the people interviewing you also are the type of people who don't think that employees should have much of a say because they actualized as an organization. Therefore, they are the power that is, you know? Look, people leave their jobs for a number of unpleasant reasons from contracts that have been breached to unpleasant co-workers to horrid managers, to unjust systems and hierarchies within the company. And I don't think that recruiters and potential employers should be preoccupied with the time that people spent in their previous workplaces rather than establishing what knowledge these people have been equipped with and what skills these people have equipped themselves with that they can transfer and bring over into the role and the spec at hand. Like, what are you afraid of? What if they turn around and asked you, how long did the person in the position that you're hiring for stay in that position? Why did they stay that short? Are you afraid maybe that these people might not last in that position because of previous experiences? Or are you trying to establish whether if they have a terrible experience in your company, they'll use enough euphemism to put you in a better light when they interview in the next job? What is the bigger picture here? Whereas what I think should actually be happening is that companies should become more malleable and realize that with millennials, you probably won't get away as much with as much as you got away with with baby boomers because millennials are just not as patient. They're realizing that they are replaceable, but they're also realizing that there are many other opportunities around them that they can tap into once they've acquired skills from previous companies or once they've learned how to better navigate the space of making an income. With the government out here calling for SMMEs, calling for entrepreneurs and calling for startups and people to come through with tech advanced ideas, people are realizing more and more that it is within them to push their own agenda outside of organizations. And yes, AI is coming along, so organizations could quickly replace human beings with that. But for as long as people are being introduced and are needed in a workspace or in an organization, I think it's really, really important to debunk your company culture and to understand the extent to which you can offer people coming in what they are asking for so that you can reach a negotiation. This ideal that the time you spend at a company showcases some level of loyalty is somehow becoming compromised because what people are realizing that is that the loyalty was given more 
leverage for loyalty to the company but the company wasn't looking enough into how they can show their loyalty to their employees and people are just getting despondent and tired so establishing why they left their previous job really is not that big a deal as compared to what it is that they are looking for out of a job and looking honestly at whether or not your organization can meet these people at the level and whether the skills they have can be you know transferred into the organization and believe you me people are brave enough now to stand up for themselves or vote with their feet and if your organization is not meeting them where they would like to be met they will revolt by moving on to the next on to the next baby on to the next i remember just in closing working for an organization where a gentleman joined for one day literally one day everyone was excited about him joining and he seemed happy too next day he just didn't come back why because he realized very quickly that what had happened and taken place in the interview in comparison to what he has to sit through didn't connect and so he took another offer that gave him more money and potentially a better working environment and he tapped out now that gentleman is a primary example of a number of people that are brave enough to do the same that will not settle for what they were not promised so maybe let's focus on that going forward Yes, job hopping is not all that bad when you think about what people actually go through. And possibly it's best to see it as a revolt because people are acting up against being used in ways they didn't sign up for initially. Adios, amigos. Hope that opens up the floor for more fat chats in and around yourselves and among your friends. Do share the podcast. Do share your comments i'd love to hear from you guys and do explore and continue to engage with your own imagination about other realms of thought that really don't boil down to what mainstream has already introduced because there's far more happening in the world than what meets the eye sometimes <laughs>